Welcome to the Perky Collar Radio Show, where we talk to entrepreneurs from across the globe to learn why they started their company, what mistakes they've made, what they learned from those mistakes, and they all share an incredible success story. Thank you for tuning in. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Perky Collar Radio Show. I'm your host, David M. Frankel. Today, I'm so excited to have a longtime friend and a friend of my family and friend of the soccer world, uh, Steve Manietta. He's the founder and president of Caught in the Web. Good morning, Steve. How are you this morning? Great, Dave. How are you? I'm doing very well. I'm so excited since we have such a long history of soccer and watching our kids play at a high level. It's so exciting to hear what you're doing for a living to support our addiction of soccer uh, with our kids. So kick us off with the why. Why did you start uh, Caught in the Web? So Caught in the Web was founded as a company that was focused on ink and toner uh, as that industry grew uh, in the 2000s and um, 2010 into when Amazon started to become bigger for goods other than books. And we would provide a toner that was popular uh, from Hewlett Packard and some other brands uh, and started posting it on Amazon and, uh, and sales really ramped up there. Then we, then we had to pivot around 2011, 2012 because of so many counterfeits on Amazon with Hewlett Packard that uh, Amazon and Hewlett Packard worked together and decided that only a handful of suppliers in the country, massive distributors, were going to be able to sell Hewlett Packard on Amazon in order to curb the counterfeits. That's when we started uh, pivoting caught in the web towards uh, other businesses on Amazon. And give us an example of some of the things you do on Amazon now since you had to make that pivot. So for the first uh, decade that we were on Amazon as we transitioned out of the ink and toner, we were working directly with network marketing companies, multi-level marketing companies, uh, the ones where they have a field of people out in the marketplace selling product to their friends and family. Uh, we didn't do that aspect of the business, but we would work with the corporate uh, side of these multi-level marketing companies and manage their Amazon presence because they had a contract with their field that the distributors were not allowed to sell on Amazon, but a handful would jump on there and substantially um, damage the integrity of the product by undercutting price and uh, putting expired product and counterfeit product and things like that. Undercutting price. We have to talk about that for a second because I have Amazon distributors that work for me and it's the most annoying thing when they think they can take a nickel off, gain advantage, and no one's going to know. <laughs> exactly. And Amazon doesn't care because Amazon really is in the business of making money from sales, obviously. And so um, they want as much sales as possible. But the businesses that create these products uh, have a, a, an advertised price and the field is allowed to sell anywhere from the advertised price or above and they can even sell for the wholesale price and above. But what was happening on Amazon is sometimes, like in the instance of uh, our first client that we had on there, a company named Visalis, they would have a product that was $49.99 uh, for a 30-day supply of meal replacement shake on Amazon for $26. So it was really, it was really undercutting the integrity of the product. Yeah, imagine those people that try and take those shortcuts is annoying and time-consuming and just a frustration. It's like we have a map for a reason, a minimum price point. And we need you to follow that. Like, oh, so sorry. Do we break that? Like, yeah. And you're going to stop getting supply if you keep doing it. But people try well, and be. The, they try the and be, issue in the network marketing world, Dave, is that 
they were dumping product just so they they would buy it they would dump it on amazon just so they could hit bonus levels to go on trips get bmws you know cruises things like that uh, i see so it's a, it was in, they were incentivized to move as much product as possible uh i guess they do it by points and just different uh categories and ranking in the multi-level networking world so it was a way for them to move more product even if they weren't making a profit they're at least moving it exactly interesting well, walk me through, Stephen. You started this when? What year did Cotton so, the Web so start? Cotton the Web was founded in the early 2000s. Uh, and then this transition to working more with Amazon and, and the multi-level marketing companies happened around 2012 uh, in 2013, so about, about 10 years ago. And then these last two years, uh, we've because we've run our own logistics for that decade, or, or actually two decades, uh, we started offering it to other companies, new companies coming into the marketplace, showing some success uh, that need help with not only storing and pick and pack for their product, but also navigating the you know black hole of Amazon, which is pretty difficult to understand, especially as a new seller on Amazon. Very good. And what would you say, I love top three lists. What would you say the top three challenges people have with selling on Amazon? One is Amazon's customer service. It's virtually impossible to reach anyone that's doing anything for you other than reading from a protocol sheet in a call center. Um, so just our access uh, kind of deeper in Amazon that we've developed over the um, you know, 12 plus years that we've been working on Amazon. The, uh, uh, another big challenge is Amazon is using AI in order to regulate the products that are on their platform. For instance, we sell a product called LifePack Nano for one of our clients, NewSkin, and the whole listing got taken down. The ASIN got taken down from Amazon, and Amazon said it's because we said it cured diabetes. And we sent them pictures of all six sides of the packaging. We showed them all of our material, and they said, nope, you say you cure diabetes. This was really their computers talking to us. And so luckily, we have an internal contact at Amazon. We reached out to her. She looked in behind the scenes and said, oh, you have a bullet point deep in here that says you promote healthy metabolism. And so we removed the bullet point, and sure enough, Amazon put it back on. So dealing with the computer systems at Amazon is absolutely one of the top three challenges. And then just keeping inventory in stock, uh, it's tricky because Amazon limits how much stock you can have. They also charge you a fee if you have uh, stock in there for too long. They charge a storage fee. Um, and so managing the right timing because of their lo uh, long receiving times is, uh, is kind of an art that we've developed over the years as well. Makes sense. And I used to uh, deal with Amazon directly through a fulfillment program. And I turned it over because I was so aggravated with all the frustration and lack of talking to someone. And your question has been put into the queue. We'll get back to you as soon as we can. And that just drove me crazy. So it's so great that people like you that can handle those uh, communications with Amazon. It's a great customer interface. Like if I'm just trying to order off Amazon on the customer and I want it to be distributed, it's great. But I think it is challenging for sure as a manufacturer trying to manage all the customer service and the, like you said, the ASIN, the listing that's on Amazon. There's just a lot of challenges there. So it's nice to have a company like you that has the experience that can navigate those uh, rough, rocky waves sometimes and just get to a solution versus just having that whole post taken down and not know why. Uh, walk me through, Steve, uh, you know, the ideal client that you work with. Who, like, who do you find appreciates your service the most? What kind of businesses? What kind of manufacturers? Are there certain industries you specialize in? Uh, walk me through the kind of top three companies that should be using you right now. So most 
of the companies that we work with are doing consumer packaged goods. Um, they're typically replenishable goods, so goods that consumers are using and replenishing on a regular basis. Um, so they're constantly sending in more product uh, to Amazon. And the best, I think we're best suited for that company that has gotten past the initial startup phase, showing some pretty good success in sales. They may have dabbled with Amazon and are doing okay on there, but they don't know what the next step is on Amazon to really make it grow at an exponential rate. And they also don't have the logistics in place, the storage facilities across the country, uh, the pick and pack team, uh, uh, an understanding of how to send in inventory and when to Amazon FBA centers, uh, and even how to manage intellectual property rights and product reviews by customers. Those are, those are two things that we do as well and we monitor their marketing campaigns. So all of that is helping the company get from, okay, I'm doing pretty good now to, oh yeah, I am on Amazon and I'm starting to kill it. There you go, that's a lot of services you provide. We try to take that off the, um, off the business owner's plate, which is managing their entire Amazon account uh, as, uh, with user permissions, and then also managing their um, storage pick and pack logistics. Uh, and, and we can move their freight around the country for them as well. Very nice. And you have storage facilities as well? We do. We have a storage facility in Utah, just north of Salt Lake City. We actually just moved into a brand new warehouse that uh, finished being built about a month ago. And that increased our size in Utah by 10 times. So we went from having 60 pallet bays to over 600 pallet bays. And then we have a warehouse in uh, New Hampshire, just north of Boston, and a warehouse in Toronto. Wow. You're not messing around. Uh, for our own accounts, Dave, in um, uh, last month we moved about 55,000 units of product, uh, and that's not including product that we are moving for other businesses uh, that utilize our services. Wow. Got quite an enterprise going, Steve. That's, that's a lot to keep track of, a lot of orders to make sure go out and are stocked, and a lot of, a lot of moving parts, hence the, uh, the word logistics, I guess, right? I'm the only employee, so I take care of everything. I'm just kidding. Now, I have a great team, uh, great team in Utah, wonderful team in Charlotte. Um, that's kind of the brain of the entire operation. And, uh, and our team in Toronto and uh, Claremont, New Hampshire is awesome as well. Fantastic. Well, walk me through, since you have all these moving parts, Steve, there's got to be challenges. There's got to be, you know, things you start off with and then or you have to change your team or change the logistics or change the warehouse or change the procedures or something. Walk me through some of you learned over the last 20 years when it comes to fulfillment on Amazon, when it comes to recruiting the right kind of businesses to fulfill for, uh, and then most importantly, what you learned from those mistakes. Uh, I'd say the biggest mistakes we've made on Amazon is you always have to have a contingency plan. Uh, so for instance, if you have an account that's selling product and everything's going really smoothly and that's growing nicely. You've got to have a backup account that's at least got a little bit of product in there so that if something happens to that primary account where it gets taken down for whatever reason, because I mean, the wind changes and blows from the Southeast instead of the Southwest today and Amazon can take your account down um, or take the ASIN down or take that particular listing down. So contingency plans for that, contingency plans for moving freight, uh, contingency plans for intellectual property. Uh, I mean, everything you're doing, that's the biggest thing we've learned over the last couple decades we've been doing this. Makes sense. 
And obviously, it's always good to have a backup because obviously, if uh, that cash flow stops, everything stops. So you got to make sure that you have a backup plan to keep the cash flow moving. And I, and I don't just mean a plan, Dave. I mean, like you have already put the, the things in motion so that the second plan A goes down, you flip the key on plan B and you're and so that you don't lose those sales. Because every day of, as you know from doing this before, every day of lost sales on Amazon, you're not, you're not recapturing those sales. Correct. And obviously, if there's any issues with the uh, service or product being delivered, then they affect your reviews. And when your reviews get affected, it affects your visibility and it all is a trickle down effect. Yeah, that's true. I'd say the other thing we've learned um, is absolutely you want to utilize Amazon Prime. Uh, people think that the only reason that you'd really do Prime and pay that extra money for Amazon to fulfill is so that the product can get to the consumer quickly. Um, but we found like the, the best reason for using Amazon Prime is because 99% of the customer service problems that happen from a delivery of product to a consumer happens because the delivery service has made a mistake. So UPS or Amazon's fulfillment uh, trucks with the smiley faces on them, they're delivering the product late, they're delivering the product smashed, they're delivering it wet, whatever the case may be, that's what the complaint is. If Amazon fulfills your product for you to the consumer, then they don't count those customer complaints against you. If you're fulfilling it, fulfillment by merchant, where you ship it directly to the consumer, not from an Amazon fulfillment center, then all those customer service complaints about shipping pile up on your account and hurt your customer service rating. That's a great tip. And it's one of those things where everyone's looking to cut corners, but that's a big corner. If you let them fulfill it, they hold the accountability for everything and they don't allow your reviews to take a hit as a result, which is very important. Because to me, Amazon's all about the reviews. It, you know, how high can each reviews to go and you know, the visibility is greatly affected. I think I learned like right around to the highest reviews, what, five or four? Uh, five star. Five. So I think I think I've learned like four point three to four point four is the lowest you want it to go uh, before it really starts to affect the the real visibility of your product and being re you know requested and suggested and so on and so forth. So I always try to watch my reviews as well to make sure it never dips down to four point two or four point one because then the revenue you know takes a big hit as well. I completely agree. So it's it's important to keep an eye on that for those that have they're listening to the show and uh, have products on Amazon. There's definitely metrics to be aware of. So Steve, let's roll into a success story. Obviously in 20 years, I'm sure you got to have some success stories, some great families, you've changed their lives uh, by helping them with the logistics of their product on Amazon. Uh, I think the success story reinforces your why to begin with, why you started Caught in the Web. Can you give me a, an example or two of uh, success stories with fulfillment on Amazon that really is uh, excited you, motivated you, inspired, you know, it got you just all emotional and proud to be working for Caught in the Web and so excited you started the company to begin with. Uh, sure, Dave. I think there's, I'd like to share one on the, on the multi-level marketing side and then one sure. on our enhanced logistics side. So we, um, the first really large client um, that was doing over 4 billion in global sales uh, was NewSkin. Uh, they're based in Provo. They were founded in 1984. Uh, really big company, great company, a lot of, a lot of beauty products. And their biggest seller on Amazon is a whitening toothpaste called AP24. It does fantastic. And when we started working with NewSkin about almost four years ago now, that toothpaste sold on NewSkin's website for $20. Their field was permitted to sell at wholesale for $17, but it was on Amazon for $11.50. And so if you have, you know, put your uh, heart and soul into building your business with new skin and 
you're out there working every day selling this whitening toothpaste and, and other products from New Skin um, to people in your network, and you can offer it for $17, and then they can look at their phone and see that it can, it, someone can buy it on $11.50 for Am on Amazon for $11.50, then that's completely undermining that person's small business. And it's not that it's on Amazon for $11.50 because that's the where supply equals demand and that's the the efficient cost of it it's because people are dumping it on amazon just a small handful of people um because they want to you know hit those bonuses and those and cruises and things like that so we were able to handle not only why uh this whitening toothpaste for new skin but we also were able to work with over 500 other listings on amazon 2700 um bad actor listings that were on there undercutting uh, their wholesale field and completely regulate that to where the price was brought up to the, the minimum uh, advertised price. And we've been able to maintain it there for the past almost four years. And so we feel like because we are able to do this on Amazon, uh, it's, it's greatly impacting uh, all those people that have, um, you know, put their passion into being out there and being distributors uh, for new skin. Very cool. And then on the enhanced logistics side, I, I think the biggest success is we used to use third-party logistics companies. Uh, they would nickel and dime us. They charge you for receiving at a dock. They charge you for putting that product on a shelf. They charge you for taking it off the shelf, opening a box, putting a label on it. Every one of those is a different charge, um, and they add up. And for a small business, uh, it's hard to calculate what that's going to be even. And then when you get that bill, uh, it's usually a pretty high percentage of of your revenue that you're paying. And so what we did is we streamlined the entire system, the entire model, all the things I've talked to you about that we do for companies, uh, pick and pack, store their product, uh, receive it into our warehouse, um, prepare it to send out of our warehouse, manage it the entire Amazon account, we'll manage their Walmart account for them. This includes intellectual property. It includes managing their inventory, the whole nine yards. We do that for 10% of sales. and. That means that we don't get paid until they sell product. So if we pick and pack a product in May that gets sold on Amazon in October, we invoice them in November, and that's due by December. So that small business paying for a May service in December when the product's sold and paying 10% of sales is, is a huge advantage they have with, uh, with running these programs for them. 100%. Well, that's awesome, Steve. I, I'm, I'm impressed with all the things you do and all the people you're helping and uh, how you're helping people's Amazon's accounts get to a whole nother level. And I think a lot of people have Amazon accounts out there. I'm sure a lot of listeners have Amazon accounts. And if you're struggling at all or run into challenges or run into frustration, you know, give Steve, reach out to Steve and let him help you. So that leads us to the last part, Steve, which is how can people find you? Website, social media, email, whatever you want to give out to help uh, uh, potential customers of yours find you and start using your logistic company to help their Amazon account run smoother and make more money? Sure. So our company is called Caught in the Web, and our website is citwlogistics.com, citwlogistics.com. And you can also find me on LinkedIn, uh, Steve Mendietta. Uh, send me a message, and uh, I'm usually pretty responsive on there and get, and get back pretty quickly. So Excellent. thanks, Dave. I appreciate that. Sure. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. I know, again, a lot of people have Amazon accounts and they just try and manage themselves. And it's frustrating, especially if you can't talk to a person. I'm a big customer service person. I like to talk to my person and Amazon just doesn't have that option. It's all cues. And 
is very aggravating. So it's nice to have someone like you that can handle all the heavy lifting uh, and you can just get back to running your business and you do all the, all the, the, the stuff in the trenches can be done by you and your company, which is fantastic. So yeah, thank we you love for, it. And I'm obviously very good at it and obviously have enough warehouses now that you can handle demand from all over the world and you're doing a great job doing it. So thank you for doing that for, on behalf of all those small businesses out there. Thanks for all that you do. Thanks, Dave. I really appreciate you having me on the show. I've enjoyed it. Excellent. Well, thank you, Steve. And you've listened to another episode of the Perky Collar Radio Show. Thank you for tuning in. What is the Perky Collar? It is a collar support system for dress shirts. That's right. Over 18,000 of these amazing devices have been sold globally. How does it work? Lift the collar, add the Perky Collar with the long tapered ends on top, lower your collar on top. Adjust to make sure it's even around the collar, and that's it. You've now transformed your droopy, saggy dress shirt collar to a brand new looking dress shirt, ready to tackle sweaters, jackets, blazers, and the collar still stays nice and tall. How do you find it? The website is perkyllc.com. That's spelled P as in Paul, E as in Elephant, R as in Robert, K as in Kangaroo, Y as in Yo-Yo, LLC, LarryLarryCharlie.com. That's perkyllc.com. Get yours today, or if you're in Charlotte, North Carolina, visiting or live here, feel free to come by South Park Mall's kiosk located between Francesca's and Toomey. Best entrance is Maggiano's and Cheesecake Factory. See you soon. Look your best. Have a great day. Perky LLC is a clothing innovation company. We solve clothing-related problems such as a droopy, saggy dress shirt collar, the pocket square that doesn't seem to sit still pop- properly, it unfolds, it falls down, the shirt that keeps coming untucked, collar stays that keep curling on you, and more and more issues with your belt, cracking, splitting, holeless belts are the solution. You can adjust them by a quarter inch instead of having to go up an inch or down an inch. What about that lapel you want to use as an accent color to match a dress or as a color accent to your wardrobe? This and many other fun fashion accessories are available at perkyllc.com. Beyond innovation, we also have fashion accessories, bow ties, you name it, from feather to blingy to wooden, even wooden ones that move, even wooden ones that showcase the skyline of cities all across the country. Check out perkyllc.com for all these great fashion accessories and innovative solutions. Are you ready to publish your own book? Do you have a story to tell? Does the world need to hear your story? Now is your chance. Go to https colon forward slash go go dot bestsellingbook.com forward slash perky collar radio show. That's right. It's as simple as that. They'll walk you through every step needed to publish your own book. And watch out, be ready to be an Amazon bestseller, maybe a Wall Street Journal bestseller, or maybe even New York Times bestseller. It all starts with a single step and having the right team around you. Again, go to https colon forward slash go, G-O dot bestsellingbook.com forward slash perky collar radio show. Look forward to seeing your amazing results.